episode of Beyond the Front Door is brought to you by Peak Properties in Cheyenne, Wyoming. With over 75 years of combined experience in real estate, it's our goal to help clients buy and sell and save by providing the information you want and the professional services you expect. Let us help you with your residential, commercial, HUD, income-producing properties, as well as vacant land and rental needs. To learn more, visit www.sellcheyenne.com. Okay. Um, welcome. You're listening to Beyond the Front Door podcast with Lindy and Rhea, and we are real estate agents here in Cheyenne, Wyoming, and we bring you real estate stories that inspire you, make you laugh, maybe cringe, maybe cry. Come on in. We put the real in real yep. estate. Yep. We've had a little bit of crying today. We so. have, so we hope to not make you cry. <laughs> You're like, yeah, right. Our guest today is Markham King, and Markham and his wife, Christy King, own CrossFit Cheyenne and Lumen Athletics. Correct. And we are really excited because I have um, worked with Markham and Christy in buying their personal home and then also the commercial building that their business is in. And so why don't you start by just telling us about yourself, your name, your family, what you do for a living, how long you lived in Cheyenne, whatever you want to share. So my name is uh, Markham King. Uh, I've been living in Cheyenne since 2012. Uh, married, two kids, two boys, uh, 13-year-old, 11-year-old, soon to be 14 and 12 in January and February, respectively. Um, yeah, I came to Cheyenne in 2012, uh, was at the Cheyenne Police Department for 10 years, uh, recently left the police department, and now I am a small business owner uh, here in town uh, with CrossFit Cheyenne and Lumen Athletics. Where did you come from? I came from, so I was in the military, and I came from uh, Havelock, North Carolina, or Cherry Point, North Carolina. Uh, I was in the Marine Corps, uh, did uh, a total of eight years in the Marine Corps, did Fort Reserve, and for active, sorry, my phone is going off. That's okay. <laughs> Probably should have. Uh, it's a good song. Yeah. What song is that? That is, that is a Kaleo. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's Kaleo Free the Slaves. It's a great song if you don't know it. Check yeah, okay. It. Okay. Check it out. <laughs> so is that what brought you to Cheyenne then? Yeah. Or? So I was I was getting out of the military. I knew I wanted to get in law enforcement. Um, I knew I wanted to be in the Rocky Mountain area. Uh, so I was putting in applications uh, in Colorado specifically, and I wound up seeing an opening here in Cheyenne, applied for it, got it, here I am. So, awesome. Yeah. We're glad to have you here. Huh? It's been good. Yes, it's been <laughs> awesome. Um, um, okay, we talked about that. So then what is your favorite thing about Cheyenne? I was, that's a good question. Um, I like, I like the essence of Cheyenne, right? I, I like um, that it's it's a small town, but it's not too small, and it's not a big city. Um, there's no traffic. Uh, it's a it's like a blue-collar town, right? Mm-hmm. It's a, just a lot of workers, a lot of people just, a lot of good people that are just trying to live their lives and raise families. Mm-hmm. And that's what really drew me to Cheyenne. Yeah, so. I love that. That's why mm-hmm. I like it, too. Um, so we have been sharing people's like jump stories and a lot of them I've thought about you because Markham and I have Markham is like an avid reader. So he reads a lot of books and he has shared some of them with me. And 
a lot of ones about like making decisions and jumping and mm-hmm. just like going all in and doing something. Mm-hmm. And I thought during one of the interviews today, I thought about, remember the book, it's like five, four, three, two, decide, like make a decision. It's, right. I can't remember if it's three, two, one, Which but it's something that? like that. And we talked about when you're making a decision with real estate and stuff, sometimes you just have to like take a leap of faith sure, and yeah. go with it. So do you want to tell the story about um, CrossFit Cheyenne and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, it was, it's a cool story. So came here in 2012. Um, I was at the PD. Chrissy was with the city of Cheyenne as a, I think she was an aquatics coordinator, something like that. Um, didn't work out. She, uh, it didn't work out. So we're brainstorming one night soon after she left the job and, um, she'd been a CrossFit coach while we were in the military, uh, nonprofit CrossFit Cherry Point. And she's really good at coaching. Like she's really good. So I'm really like, good at CrossFit. She's really good at CrossFit. <laughs> so I was like, Hey, let's, uh, let's figure out how to start our own business. And we wound up going in with, uh, Brian Bryce Restivo. Um, actually we rented from you guys in the very beginning, 1210 Logan, and uh, we were there for from 2000. So we sort of 10 year anniversaries coming up. So it was December mm-hmm. 23rd, 2013 is when we opened our doors. Uh, we stayed with you guys for about a year. We left there 2015, moved over to 914 East, excuse me, West 17th Street. Was there for about five years. And then we bought deal with you uh our place we're at now 514 west 19th street um and moved in there 2020 ish Mm -hmm. so yeah so yeah that building used to be pioneer printing Mm -hmm. and now it's black tooth crossfit cheyenne and trophy engraving Mm -hmm. the three different um businesses in there each own their own area correct um so did you have a moment where you decided it was time to leave the police department or what, what happened there? Like what? That's a great question. So, yeah. um, I knew I wanted to be a strength coach for a long time. Um, and it was kind of one of those timing things where if I didn't get off the pot, right. You know, it's phrase, yeah. the pot, um, then I would still be at the police department. So, uh, I was doing that for 10 years. I was with the PD and you know, I, you know, I, Feel like I was a good cop. Um, you probably enjoyed you your career a little I did. bit, right? Because you're did. coming from the military I and did. enjoyed was, law enforcement. Law enforcement was good. I yeah. I enjoyed my time there. Um, but it was it was this was something that was that was one of those things that was was talking to me and wouldn't stop. And if I waited another ten years, which would put me at twenty years at the PD, I wouldn't get started with what I'm doing right now until I was fifty three, right? I'm 43 now, and I wanted to get started sooner than that. So my passion is strength and conditioning, helping athletes get to the next level. So, you know, I had a conversation with Christy, and I was like, I'm I'm done with the police department. I want to do this. And uh, went for it. Wow. Yeah. That's a big decision. Huge decision. Yeah, because right. you're going from uh, the steady income and benefits. Right. To being an entrepreneur. Right. And that's so, a hard decision to make. It's scary, right? Yeah. So, man, you got the security of getting a monthly paycheck. You get medical insurance. You get eye insurance. You get dental insurance. You get you got all these. You got this 
I call it pseudo safety net. You got this pseudo safety net and then you want to take it all away mm -hmm. to pursue a dream. So um, it was hard in the beginning and it's still hard in moments, but uh, I think, I feel like I made the right decision. I'm happy with my decision. And we're still kind of in the grinding phase of developing the business, but um, it looks good, looks really good. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Tell us about buying that building and renovating it. Cause I mean, it was a printing business and it sure. was not what it looks like now. So you got a part in that story too, yeah, right? Yeah, but I, it was, it was a long So journey. that that place was a mess. Yeah. Um, that place was a, a mess. We're talking about like HVAC and electrical and old plumbing and walls. And it was just a mess. And it took, you know, took a help of you and a lot of other people to get it to where it's at now. But uh, it turned out really nice, mm -hmm. really nice. So you must have had a vision going into it. Like when oh. you found the property, were you out hunting for a place to yeah. do yeah. this? We, we were guys Nine nine fourteen West Seventeenth Street, um, and that that area was was on a decline. So had a conversation with the missus, and uh, you know came to the conclusion that we need to make a change. We need to move, and that's when we got in contact with Lindy. And Lindy found the place. And just to give you a backstory. My wife is risk adverse, very risk adverse, right? Yes. And we, we've been talking a little bit today. About There's usually one spouse that is. Yes. And one spouse that's that, like, let's go. And the other one's like, yeah, I think I feel comfortable with this. But that's stretching I'm scared and yes. getting outside of your comfort zone. Absolutely. Yes. So it took the help of you and your mother to talk to Christy because I'm, I'm all in. I'm like, whatever, let's, let's, let's roll it back. Let's, <laughs> let's make it happen. Um, but it took the help of you and your mother talking to Christy to, to make it happen. And to answer your question, um, the vision I had, I just, I don't i don't know if it's a gift or not, but I could sit in a place and I can kind of see how I want it to turn out before it turns out. And um, that's what I did. I, when we first walked into that place, um, looked nothing like what it is right now, like absolutely nothing, mm -hmm. right? There are walls, mm -hmm. it was like I said, HVAC and conduit and everything everywhere. And then you walk in and there was a wall, probably 20 feet from the entrance and went all the way across east to west. And you walk past it, and then there's this there's this large space, and but off to the to the right or to the east was just these rooms, and and I could see the office, I could see the kids area, I could see the bathrooms, I could see before we even put it up. I was like, this is the place, let's do it, and we wind up making the deal happen, and. Uh, and it was 2020, so that added another curveball because they were closing right when COVID hit. Mm -hmm. And it was a scary oh. time because everybody mm -hmm. was scared and they didn't oh, yeah. know what was happening and everything was shutting down. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to open up, buy a building and run a business. And they shut gyms down. I mean, mm -hmm. when everything shut down, it was mm -hmm. like Christy was like, this is a terrible idea. So I'm actually Scary. glad that to talk about this a little bit because some of the other stories that we've heard today, it's like everybody makes the jump and then they don't even look back. They're just so grateful, so thankful, moving forward. All, right. all is sunshine and rainbows, right? Like we're moving forward and not that there aren't problems along the way, but I would have to imagine in this moment when the whole world is shutting down, where you're having a moment of panic or sure. like worry did sure. we do the right thing sure 
Um, I, th- I think it takes hard conversations with people. Um, I had a good conversation with Deb about this. Um, she's a good cheerleader. Oh, she's more than a cheerleader. She's, she's <laughs> yeah. like, she's a confidant. So, yes. um, I get, you know, she's, uh, she's a person that kind of her path was, I don't know if it was similar, but, um, she wound up working her way to where she's at now. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure she had, she has some struggles along the way. Right. Mm-hmm. So she can, she can empathize with where, where I was at at the time in my life. And, um, it was just one of those things where, um, get off the pot. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's make a decision. Um, yes. COVID is getting ready to kick off. Yes. Uh, real estate is drying up. Yes. The prices were good though. I mean, that's one good thing about it. The prices were great, you know? Um, but, but looking at the future, was the business going to last going into an unknown situation like that? Was it? And that was the scary part, right? We're, we're, even though it was a good deal, we're investing money into a future that was really, really uncertain and really scary because of the the, the global condition at the time, right? Yeah. So talking to your mom and and, and having a, a candid conversation about where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do. Um, I was already in, but helping her persuade Christy was, I think, was the key. So, <laughs> so we made it happen. So were you able to open, like, how long of a pause did there have to be? There there none? Yeah. There wasn't really because they were at that other location. Mm-hmm. We're at the other location, and I had a ton of work to do. And okay, and I was so you were able to keep working even though the world was shut down a little bit. Yeah, so I would two weeks. I would I would get off. I was working mids at the time, um, and that's uh, ten p.m. to eight a.m. Uh, at the PD. I would get off the PD, and I would work three four hours at the gym before I would go home and go to sleep. And I did that for months, three four months. Um, and I, and I, like I said, I had help from a lot of people. Shout out to good old Kevin Walden, um, who helped me with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, uh, he was my GC on that project and made sure like all the, all the, the I's were dotted and the T's were crossed. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So cause it's like a, it's a, um, a learning curve when you do stuff like that. I mean, permits and, oh yeah. and making sure bathrooms are the right side. I mean, there's oh, yeah. so many things we all learned that we had no knowledge of before. getting things up to code and yeah because yep. yeah, that building was not in code at all so mm-hmm. everything had to be brought up to code and like you said that learning curve was was, was stressful mm-hmm. was blocktooth in there at that point they were they were in there they were remodeling at mm-hmm. the same time okay mm-hmm. they were at the tail end and we were at the beginning mm-hmm. okay so yeah which was nice because um it was you could kind of like ask questions and like some of like fire sprinklers and things we had to kind of coordinate. And that's the other thing that's unique is it's not a standalone building. It's attached to other things. Yeah. So you had to big doors they had to close off. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the sprinkler system is like in your building. Yeah. The, uh, wherever they do the, uh, their monthly checks, uh, for the sprinkler system is, is in our building. So, um, yeah, we get, people check it. We just had them in there yesterday checking the, I guess the, whatever it is they do, the pressure would not. So. So how much time passed from the moment you signed on the dotted line to being up and going? uh, Probably somewhere around eight months to a year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so staying diligent. Oh, but you know, one thing that did work in your advantage 
during COVID was, um, I think was people weren't meeting at like the city and stuff and there were oh, different yeah. things with permits. And so like one time Markham had to meet the permit guy, like in a parking lot. Somewhere. Oh yeah. Uh, what was, it? What was, what was think, that? Because I can't think of his name right now. Everything was shut down and nobody was doing things the way they used to. You couldn't be in confined spaces or things like that. No. So, so they like, the did things different and oh it, yeah the permit cycle was ridiculously it was, it was accelerated right so nobody was doing anything oh, so i could so i, so I could get things done like like <laughs> that right i didn't have to wait for the whole process um i can't think of the guy's name but uh yeah we did um i needed a permit for can't think exactly what it was um but we met over by sap brothers and got all squared away there and he took it into the office i got my permit and I was off and running. So yeah, it was, that worked out for me. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. There was a lot of things that worked out. It was one of those things like that. Um, you know, when something's, and I, I don't want to use this phrase lightly, when something's meant to be, things mm -hmm. kind of start to align themselves. Yeah. And that's kind of what happened. Like they just, things worked out. Mm -hmm. Things that shouldn't have worked out, worked out. Um, and I think it's because we trusted the process. We just, we just did, there's no control in that situation. Right. You're just putting one foot in front of the other, making decisions as you go. That's it. Yep. Day by day and one decision at a time. If something doesn't go our way, we kind of recock, reassess, and we find a way to get it done. And that's what we did. You have to be at peace with that. <laughs> that's it. And that's a scary process for a lot of people. So um, yeah. it's well, a scary process for everybody, myself included. So, But it's just one of those things that you just got to have faith that you made the right decision and you got to push on. Did you have any sleepless nights or were you were you able to um, kind of work through that process that you're talking about? Like, how did that go for you? You know, I was so tired from working. I, yeah. really, I really didn't have. You sleep. don't know. <laughs> that you were delirious. <laughs> I my diet was was crap, um, but I slept good. Right. I was I ate a lot of protein bars and energy drinks. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and I lost. I don't know how much weight I lost. Weight, I lost yeah. a lot of weight. Yeah, I lost a lot of weight during that time. I, I just didn't eat. I worked. I just worked and worked and worked and worked until um, I got it to the vision I saw in my head. So, and it, like you said, it worked out. Um, we've heard people talk a little bit today about um, kind of getting it up off the ground, right? Getting your dream up off the ground and sort of the sacrifice in terms of like you're not taking vacations, you're not taking time off, you're, you know, you're just sort of laser focused to make that dream happen. How did that look for you in terms of, I mean, it was the pandemic, so nobody was really going on vacation during sure. that time, but like time with your family and, or were you incorporating them into what you were doing? How, how did that right. look? That's a great question. Um, my fault as a human being is I, I work too much. Um, I've been criticized of that, which I rightfully own up to. Um, but I do try to incorporate. So the whole dream is, right? The whole dream is Lumen Athletics specifically, which I love to do, is for my kids and the other athletes in, in Cheyenne, right? So right now I get to train my boy three times a week. I mean, he wakes up with me at uh, 4 a.m., Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays, and we go into the gym and train, all because I spent time to on build this end. place on the front end. Yeah. So the work I put in on the front end is actually helping me 
spend time spend time with my boy right and i get to teach him lessons that i wish i would have learned at his age as an athlete so um so yeah I, that's awesome yeah so it was yeah. it's that's how it worked out well just so you know i mean it sounds like you're kind of being hard on yourself for working too much but that's been the thread mm -hmm. today of everybody that we've talked to that has a jump story is you're putting your nose to the grindstone and it's not forever. Right. I think that's the thing to, uh, for our listeners, right? Like it's not a forever thing, but it's a sacrifice that has to happen right now to get us ahead. Absolutely. You know, what, what do they say? Six months of hard laser focus can put you years ahead in right. life. And it sounds like that's certainly the way for you. Yeah. And you know, it's not over. I mean, you, you don't know when you have a plan on when you want to transition and kind of start delegating responsibilities, but even, that date is blurry, right? So you just work until you can put yourself in a situation where you can delegate to someone else and then you can take a step back and breathe and then spend more time with family or do some of the things you want to do. So um, I don't, in my mind, it's really no end. It's just when I get there, I get there and I'm okay with that, so. That's pretty awesome. So that kind of ties in with um, just what, tell us just like what you guys are doing at CrossFit Cheyenne and some of the stuff you have going on and more about Lumen Athletics. So the business, we're, we're evolving. I think as a business, uh, any businessman knows that if you don't adapt or evolve with the times, then you're doomed to fail. So yeah. we've kind of taken on some new things now. We're taking on um, – challenges right so we've never done challenges before and we've been taking on um people with no crossfit experience and we've been bringing them to crossfit and helping them uh, learn about crossfit and in the process they've been feeling better and losing weight and and different things that nature teaching them how to eat well and uh majority of people that have signed on with us with the challenge uh, has continued on and found out that they love crossfit they love the community and uh they there's love how it's changed their life absolutely i mean it's changed my life the when i met markham <laughs> it's embarrassing really <laughs> um, my mom made me go to crossfit she did i don't know the story she did okay. um so krista and i don't remember if you were were you oh, krista and Alyssa were doing crossfit and they okay. loved it and they were like You'll love it. And I've always loved working out. Okay. I always, I ran half marathons. I did spinning. I've done, you name it. I've done it and I love it. But I had just had a baby. I did not feel good about myself. I was uncomfortable. And my mom's like, come try CrossFit. And I was like, no. So she went and bought me CrossFit shoes because I like shoes. And she thought if she gave me shoes, I would for sure wear them and <laughs> just show smart up, right? mom. <laughs> so she shows up with these shoes. She's like, we're doing CrossFit. And then Markham was the coach. And it was um, like an introductory class. They called it like an on-ramp where you learned all of the things. Mm -hmm. And I remember at one point it was like a plate that was like four inches tall. And Markham was like, jump onto the plate, like both feet off the ground, jump on the plate. And I literally would not do it. Was this a soul? Yes. <laughs> now jumping is kind of a big deal. It is. It it's is. a scary thing, it right? Is. And I was like, I can't do that. And, and I was. I remember this story as you're talking. It's coming 30, back to me. Yeah. 30 years old. Uh -huh. Yeah. Cause I'm four. Yeah. I've been doing it 10 years. Yeah. 30 years old. They're like 30, 31 years old. Uh -huh. And I'm like, I can't do that. And I was just like uncomfortable. I'm like, I hate it. I'm not doing it. And look at me now. I, <laughs> I mean, I can jump onto the box. I can do all the things, all the but, um, 
it's like that getting out of your comfort zone Absolutely. and doing things and knowing you can do them if you set your mind to it. Yeah. There's nothing like exercise to help you and uh, to help stretch you out of your comfort zone oh, yeah. oh, for and sure. doing things oh, that yeah. you didn't think you could do. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. As, uh, I found over the years in, in fitness, I found that when you learn, you learn a lot about people, especially new people that come into the gym, you learn a lot about their mindset. Um, and it's for me, it's, and I found out doing this challenge, right? People that have never done CrossFit before, they come in with low self esteem. They come in, um, just no plan, lost. I need help. And then they have these, they have these things that they don't want to do, right? Like for you, was box jumps. Mm -hmm. And to help them, like, like oh, but I don't want to do burpees, but I don't want to jump around. Right. Yeah. And to help or them, I can't <laughs> help them overcome those moments is super, like, like for me it gives me like like i love it right so um that's kind of one of those things that that brings me joy that brings me happiness that fulfillment when i when it comes to like crossfit and even my athletes at, at lumen athletics yeah i'm sure like the athletes getting accomplishing whatever goals they have getting into a certain college joining yeah, yeah. a team uh -huh. a team yeah mm -hmm. i just had one of my athletes he pulled uh I think he's a sophomore. He just deadlifted 400 pounds yesterday. Um, oh, goodness. Yeah. So uh, it was crazy. He came in. I think he deadlifted 315, 305. And just yesterday, he pulled 400. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. So that's super cool to see, right? Mm -hmm. See the growth in your athletes. And it's something that kids need, right? Because I don't know. I think back, I wasn't really an athlete. That's why I also probably lacked confidence of like, things that take coordination but um i don't remember athletes doing like training right you didn't like strength train and you just went to practice basketball practice right. or whatever in practice right and it takes more than that yeah especially this day and age yeah right the modern athlete is ridiculous the modern athlete is physical doing everything fast yeah. strong right smart and to have a place where you can send your athlete to get bigger, faster, stronger, smarter, more confident. Um, it's something that's needed. Mm -hmm. It's needed, especially if, I mean, to have an opportunity to play at the college level um, was great. I played at San Jose State at Division One baseball, and having an opportunity to play there was awesome. So seeing kids have dreams to play at Vandy or, or Oregon or wherever, um, it's awesome to set those goals now where they're young in high school and then see them work their tails off and have potential to get to those places. Mm -hmm. I love it. I think you're making a good point. And again, another thing that's been talked about today, very interestingly is the importance of coaches, mm -hmm. the importance of mentors, just like you're doing with um, helping people realize their physical capabilities, mm -hmm. their strengths, building strength, all of that. And the, the same thing happens with your dreams or your goals that mm -hmm. you, you're not sure that you can accomplish something. It seems so big. It seems so daunting or overwhelming and having a mentor or a coach that can be like, you can do this, oh, yeah. you know, you can make this happen. It's just steps. You just got to sure. take steps. And I think about what you're saying, even as it relates to real estate. I mean, we have people 
all the time that we're working with that, let's say, do want to start a business and they are looking at commercial property, but they're not quite ready to, sure. you know, pull the trigger just yet or somebody that wants to, you know, um, get their dream home and it can feel impossible. Oh, yeah. And my, the thing I'm always saying to everybody is you don't know what you don't know, mm -hmm. you know, go find out what you don't know and then decide if it is something you can accomplish or not. And then even then <laughs> you think you can't get yourself a coach <laughs> right. and they'll walk you through any of it. And right. it's exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Agreed. It can't be perfectly set. Yeah. So that's awesome. Sounds like you're a good coach. I like to think so. Yes, I think so too. <laughs> um, what is one piece of advice that you would give listeners who want to walk a similar journey to yours? That's a, again, that's an, another good question. And there's a lot of like self-help gurus and videos and any kind of media you want on how to get to those places, right? So, I mean, if you wanted to look, it's not hard to find. But if there's one thing that I think that a person needs is um, just trust yourself, right? And trust, like we talk about taking that leap into the unknown. And a lot of it is what keeps us from doing it is fear. Mm -hmm. But everybody knows their own circumstances. They're, they know their risk tolerance. They know, they know themselves better than anybody else, mm -hmm. right? They know what they can handle. And they know when they're ready. They do. They're the only person that knows when they're ready. And when you know when you're ready, go. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. Is it scary? Absolutely. Are you going to make mistakes? Yep. Are you going to regret it? Sure. Keep going. Mm -hmm. Yeah, keep going is really, I think, the, the big thing. Because I going. do think... I, I think of that image where you got two people digging through the dirt and there's something on the other side. I can't remember what it is. And the one guy doesn't get all the way and he turns back and gives up and goes back to yeah. whatever. I don't know if it's a jail or what it is, like they're digging out or whatever the case is. Actually, I do think there's a story of that at the um, old state penitentiary. <laughs> but anyway, and then the bottom, the bottom is where they keep digging and get and eventually get out. Like yeah. you eventually, if you keep going, you will get there. But I just think it sometimes it like as I said, it can feel overwhelming. Yeah. When you can't see the end, it's scary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But when you when you change your mind frame to like, I'm just gonna keep going until it happens. And yeah. it's just one day at a time. It's just a simple shift, right? Mm -hmm. And when you make that shift, it's just you, you adapt your life to the circumstance and you just keep going. And it's that simple. So, but you got to trust yourself first. Was this your first commercial real estate purchase? Yes. And was that scary? What Was there any difference for you between that and a residential purchase? No. So no. for me, I'm not really risk averse. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm just like, let's go do it. Yeah. That's just, that's just the way I'm wired. Sure. Uh, I'm like, I'll figure it out. So for me, it was, it was, uh, like I said, we connected with Lindy, looked at the place, saw it. It's like, and when I walk, I remember walking in there, it was like, this is it. This is the place. Yeah. And I just trusted that. And, and you then, must have had a lender that was kind of cheering you on as well, or helping you sort through how to make that work. Uh, I, or no, I, no, it was, I, nothing sticks out as as a, as 
as a lender being a cheerleader. Um, or in terms of laying out the possibilities. Yay, nay. No, well, no, no. no it, it was, like you said, it was during COVID. So it was, yeah, I, nothing sticks out as a, as a lender being a cheerleader. So, okay. They are, they can be. I mean, they can um, be, yeah. Yeah, they can absolutely. I think be. we just kind of figured that out afterwards. Yeah. We found the place and we're like, all right, now we'll figure out the rest. Yeah. <laughs> Which is actually, um, counter you know counter to what we typically advise right, right. like you go get the funding first and then well i kind of wonder with commercial i had some capital right so i had some capital oh, okay to to put some money down um so i uh i moved some move some money around that definitely and, makes helps yeah oh yeah sure. big time mm -hmm. and i was able with the, with the money i had and the timing and the global conditions like buying that building wasn't it wasn't difficult and and the owner was trying to get rid of it so it, it was just okay. like i said it lined perfect up perfect storm it lined yeah. up yeah mm -hmm. so Wonderful. and we took advantage and we come up on our 10-year anniversary which we're having a party for yes we are well it makes me think then um you said december 23rd mm -hmm. so i'm just trying to think of a date then that we can kind of celebrate um you and your uh your business with this podcast in terms of timing of airing mm -hmm. yeah, yeah that would be awesome we'll yeah. drop it on december 23rd <laughs> we might have to we might have to <laughs> i'm trying to think so. what is the 23rd i, I believe know. it's a saturday is it a saturday yeah <laughs> so maybe that thursday oh, it's a saturday because yeah. we're having a party on a saturday so yeah. maybe that thursday yeah yeah you guys yeah. drop every thursday tuesday and every thursday. tuesday and thursday nice yeah. okay yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll yeah. schedule yours for that yeah. thursday yeah that would be awesome um, if you could purchase property anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? Anywhere in the world. We're just asking everyone that question. It's I, interesting to see what people are saying. I don't have a specific location. I have an ideal location in my mind, right? So it's not a specific place. It's um, mountains, lake. Um, I, I don't know if this is going to be telling of the kind of person I am, but... Uh, <laughs> solitude <laughs> right so I'm i think thinking, you're in good company here <laughs> yeah so i'm thinking like like a like a nice cabin ish modern style cabin with and i can see the lake right out the out the front door with a dock and then beyond the lake there's there's mountains and i'm like in this valley uh -huh. and it's all like pine and lush forest and it's just peaceful and beautiful so wherever in the world that is that's where i want to be that's yeah that's, well, i think you might be kind of in the right place i mean you know well close not on the east side of the state i'm here on the west side of the state it's a little, yeah. a little more like that yeah yeah that's yeah that's true yeah the east side is it's definitely a little prairie. more flat yeah prairie and, <laughs> yeah i no. do wish there was more lakefront property in wyoming that'd be, that would be really that'd amazing. Be sweet i know that would be sweet <laughs> it'd probably be at the top of my priority list oh yeah but Yes, that doesn't really exist here. So what kind of answers you guys been getting on that one? Well, we were it's what's been interesting is I thought a lot of people would pick like a vacation place, but you're everyone's kind of picked where they would want to live. Right. Like I would want to make this my home. Right. Mm -hmm. Um and not far from here. And not far from what they're doing. Yeah. Right. Um my mom's was similar to yours. Okay. She was saying she picked a specific property. She knows where it is. Oh, really? It already exists. It's, 
Wow. Okay. We did take a picture of that and put it on like a vision we board. Do. Of some she kind was like right there. I'm like, oh, well, let's knock on the door. <laughs> let's knock on the door. Are you selling? <laughs> Are you selling? Please. Hello. Let's think big here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, let's make it happen. So yeah, it's been kind of, most people have been like practical. Nobody's really said Ireland or, you know, somewhere. Well, my place could be very well in Ireland. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. Yours could be, could be anywhere. Sure. Could be anywhere. So I, you know, I like, I like snow that falls straight down. You don't like the Not sideways. blowing sideways? <laughs> there's, there's a purpose for it. But if I was thinking of my ideal home, the snow goes straight down. Always. Well, then so. maybe not Wyoming. <laughs> no, not Wyoming. <laughs> not Wyoming. Not the east side of Wyoming. <laughs> I don't know if it's that windy on the west side of Wyoming. Um, is it pretty windy? The central. There? No, I can tell you that the central part of the state is still pretty windy. Yeah. Um, the western part, I I guess my thought is there's still some wind, but maybe not quite like. I mean, the mountains east, sure. right? There's definitely the wind. Um, so. I'm, I've spent a bit of time on the west side of the state, but I can't remember if it's uh, any more or less windy than here. Huh. I mean, think, I'm just used to it. Sure. So we are. We are. Definitely. Um, well, thank you, Markham, for sharing your story. Yes. Is there anything else that you wanted to add that we didn't ask you? Um, come check us out at Crossfish Cheyenne. Yeah. Absolutely. If you if you have uh if you have young athletes that are aspiring to play at the next level. Come check me out at Lumen Athletics. I would love to meet your athlete and and uh, help them get to the next level. Mm -hmm. And for parents, yeah, go see my wife at CrossFit Shine. She whip you in shape. Yeah, and New Year's <laughs> coming with your resolutions. So some people like to set goals, and I think it's a good thing. I don't like doing it because I, I don't know, it just puts too much pressure. So I'm not but a believer good. in resolutions. If you're gonna start, it's what is today? Today it's is. Today. Today is yeah. the Sabbath. You need to show up today, yes. right? Show up today and let's start making some good habits right now. I agree. Don't wait for any time. Right. Because the right there's, there's never a right time. The right there's time always is right. something. There's always a holiday, a party. A always. Something. After that, I'll... Always. Yeah. Make right now your right time. That's it. Let's go do it. Yeah. Yep. So... Maybe that's where that three, two, one thing comes in. Three, two, one. I'm getting out of bed. I'm going no, to do it. Uh, don't think I'm going it. to. I'm going to CrossFit. <laughs> I, I read a lot of books. I don't remember that book, but um, it was something with a countdown and just like make the decision. Yeah. Don't. I want to. Your initial. Is it Mel Robbins? That's what she, I want to say. That's, she's the one that yeah. talks about that a lot. Where uh -huh. You just go three, two, one, and then boom. I you think do whatever it's it is. Mel Robbins. Say whatever I think it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So if you want a three, two, one and buy real estate, yes. Rhea and I are your girls. Well, there you go. <laughs> I, like, right. we, I like that. Chat. We That's help good. people buy and sell real estate. We'd love to help you. Absolutely. That's good. And you can find us on www.sellshine.com as well as all the social media platforms. Um, so yeah, come find us and visit CrossFit and maybe celebrate their 10 year anniversary with them here. Come on down. In a week or two. Yeah. So. Thank you for coming. Thank you guys yes, for having me. This you. was fun. I want to tell you that um, I really like the athletic, the the youth athletic, like helping them get to the next level. My, I'm from Gillette. Okay. And so my youngest son, I've been here for a few years now, but my youngest son, who's 23, about to be 24, um, was on the varsity soccer team in high school and then went on to play um, college soccer nice. just for the community, for the community college. Nice. Anyway, um, 
all the kids were like going to camps and stuff. And I think camps are great. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a time and a place for them. But I looked at my son one day and I'm like, let's improve your skill ability. Like let's get you, instead of worrying about going to sporting camps, let's go to, let's, you know, get you into a trainer. And so up in Gillette, there's a, it's called, um, I forget the name of it, but it is a athletic performance enhancing program that's attached to like a physical therapy. Yes. And so he went and he's a defender. He was a defender in soccer and um, he improved his vertical jump to 36 inches. Nice. As the defender and went on to have just a rock star senior year and went on to college and started in in his college years as well. So I'm a full advocate for athletes, young athletes that want to that want to do that, take it yeah. to the next level, because it's it it is about the fundamentals, the skills, you know, the mm-hmm. ball handling, things like that. But it does come down; those things come from confidence, and it comes from strength and overcoming your physical, mm-hmm. you know, the limitations you have in your mind. Sure. And so yeah. I, yes, I'm so I haven't known if there was a place like that. I mean, my kids are grown, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> But I haven't known if there's a place like that here in Cheyenne. So I will be forever touting your program. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. Because it was a huge benefit for my son to do that. You make an awesome point. I mean, a lot of parents, um, they want to take their kids to the camps and the showcases. And and a lot of kids are just not ready. Right. And taking them wherever you want to take them. But as far as like strength and conditioning and building up their bodies and their minds, Right, the confidence you just you just explained, mm-hmm. super huge. So if a kid takes, let's say, a season of showcases and camps off and commits that time to developing their body, bodies and their minds, they go to the next round of showcases and camps. They're bigger, stronger, faster, smarter athlete, yep. a lot more confidence. Yeah. Right. They're bigger than their competitors now. They're faster than their competitors now. Right. Yep. And the and coaches are taking notice. They see that. Right. <laughs> yeah. So. Yep. For all you parents out there, <laughs> get your kids into the strength program. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. important. It's super important. So, And I would think even too, even if your child isn't, you know, has a starting position or on the varsity team, um, to speak to what you're saying, I mean, junior high and high school is already hard enough. Oh, yeah. Right. And so if you have a place to go to, I mean, we all know exercise helps with mental health oh, no anyway, but you go and just build. I just think building muscle builds courage, builds strength, oh, yeah. right? Like you're just, you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, I got this. Yeah. And I think it just helps. Then you, the way you carry yourself and the way that you approach life. And oh, yeah. I just think it's a good um, avenue, huh? you know, if your child is kind of floundering a little bit yeah. through secondary school to give that a whirl. I mean, it helps all of us. Huge. You know? Yeah. Huge. Even the, even the kids that are not as coordinated, right? Mm-hmm. But they still have a passion to play sports. A good strength and conditioning program will help your athlete get to the next level of of, of just confidence. Mm-hmm. And like confidence is huge in their performance. Mm-hmm. And you find the right coach that can help your kid become more confident in their ability to, well, let's start off picking up a weight and moving a weight and then running faster and then jumping higher. That same confidence carries over to the swimming pool, the basketball court, the baseball field, wherever. Mm-hmm. And now you got a different athlete 
performing, right? So, mm -hmm. and maybe their athleticism just becomes being a CrossFitter. Sure. <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah. If they don't do a sport in high school. I think they can just, be a CrossFitter. Just also just learning that to take care of your body, and yeah. that's part of life. Sure. And yeah. making it a part of your routine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. The body is the vessel. Mm -hmm. So yeah. How are you body gonna, mind connection. How are you gonna use it? That's the question. Occasionally, I like to use mine for some, you know, good eating. <laughs> I do enjoy food every now and then. <laughs> food should be enjoyed. Yes. But yeah. we gotta, like, we gotta, you got to learn how to use the correct foods. Absolutely. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. You shouldn't be, you should enjoy life. You should have, eat good foods. Foods is a great time to spend with family and it's a great experience. But when food becomes your crutch and yeah. like it come, becomes your comfort, then that, that, that can be a problem. So, yeah. yeah. So, all right. Well, thank you. Thank you, guys. It's I been appreciate a real you. Pleasure. Yeah. Do you want to take a picture of us? This episode of Beyond the Front Door is brought to you by Peak Properties in Cheyenne, Wyoming. With over 75 years of combined experience in real estate, it's our goal to help clients buy and sell and save by providing the information you want and the professional services you expect. Let us help you with your residential, commercial, HUD, income-producing properties, as well as vacant land and rental needs. To learn more, visit www.sellcheyenne.com.